0: All right, y'all. Welcome to PTC Cast episode 20. Today, Chris and I go into long-term consistency and really just how you set yourself up for success as far as your own body transformation goes, setting up your own business goes. I mean, you can really look at this through any lens, through any aspect of life and how, you know, the name of the game is looking at things long-term and how you're going to set yourself up to accomplish those things rather than trying to do everything in a small bout of time, overwhelming and burning yourself out, mm-hmm. and then avoiding it forever. This is PTC cast episode 20, brought to you by ProgressThroughChange.com, where you can get your free four easy habits for fat loss guide. It takes about 10, 15 seconds to sign up, if even that, and it'll change your life, man. Yep, We swear by it. You'll enjoy the show. But I was just telling a client of mine yesterday, or two days ago, what's today, Sunday? Okay, more than two yeah. days ago, I don't remember what day but just how uh, it's been fun like how the podcast has changed so far as far as like you know i was listening to the most recent episode in the truck and then yeah. you know spotify auto plays the next one and it played the first one. Oh, man. and just the difference like in our audio quality um so i'm pretty proud of that yeah it's but, seriously a nine you know, day difference it's been cool so i think today is actually gonna be the 20th
1: episode wow mm-hmm. yeah this is 20th. the 20th episode yeah we're twenty episodes in to the PTC cast. Yep. And it's only gonna get better from here. Yeah, man. Yeah,
0: absolutely. It's been exciting. It's been fun. So
1: So you're asking about um, you know, am I gonna, you know, keep on doing more with this powerlifting, you know. Yeah, you know? so I noticed
0: I noticed that you had you've been posting some training vlogs, Um yeah. and you've just been posting a lot more of, you know, your powerlifting prep right now. So where exactly are you going with that?
1: Well, I figured if I have, you know, this Expensive has camera, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you know these expensive mics and you know all of this stuff. It might sure. as well. I might as well do something with it. And I figured it would. It would also be fun to just document my prep up to this powerlifting meet that I have in March twenty sixth, not twenty seventh. Okay. And you know, I just wanted to try something new, and I'm not putting too much pressure on it. I'm just doing what I. You know, just doing what I can manage right now. Trying to and, and have some fun with it. Yeah, exactly. And just get better, better with it just every episode. I've been getting feedback from a lot of people watching it. That's awesome. I say a lot. Only a couple people that have watched it. Yeah. But um, it's always
0: nice to hear back, you know. Yeah, man. Some, sometimes I feel like my social media posts or even the PTC cast, you know, sometimes I feel like I'm talking into a dark room with nobody there and so you know when somebody does like mention like hey i heard you say that on the podcast or you know what i mean like it's a good feeling yeah it was very gratifying it's like
1: it's like okay well even if this isn't you know huge um at least it's going in the right direction
0: somebody's listening somebody's getting something out of it so yeah and i was
1: looking at my uh youtube video watch time and it's at like six six point seven hours and again i'm sure that's not a lot in the big scheme of things but just to think that People have taken 6.7 hours out of their time to watch what I'm posting. Yeah, I don't know. That's that's kind of cool. But yeah, so right or tomorrow I'm actually going to be posting episode three, which will be the deadlifts that I did last or the week before last week. Okay, because it's all you know one week behind, and um, yeah, it's just going to be about my powerlifting stuff and. Since I've been posting more, actually, there's this brand called Gasp. They're at Destination Dallas. Yeah, I'm familiar with Gasp. Yeah, It's
0: huge in the bodybuilding community. Yeah, man,
1: and um, one of the, I'm not sure if Michael, the owner of Destination Dallas, is a co-owner of Gasp. I'm pretty sure he is. I guess, don't quote me on that, I don't know. Um, But he saw that, you know, I was wearing his shirt on one of uh, the squat videos Mm -hmm. that Gasp posted, and, he told me, Hey, I saw that you wore this. Um, I just want you to know, like, if you want to take this somewhere, then it's up to you to take it somewhere. And you know, if you ever want to go in the back and get you know, whatever you need for videos, you know, for posting stuff, you're more than welcome to just grab what you need. And, you know, post with it. And I was like, "Okay, Okay, so you know, this is just like the start of this content stuff and I don't know, like I'm already building momentum.
0: Yeah, that seems like a great relationship to have.
1: Yeah. So, you know, the next or two days later, I went back there and I grabbed a a tank top for my next video and they asked if I wanted to sign up for an ambassador thing. So I'm going to do that on top of getting the free content or the free apparel. And yeah, I'm going to just like create a plan for just building this slowly. Yeah, because I know I told you, you know, for my New Year's resolution, I just want everything to go slow. Yeah, so that I can actually maintain it yeah. for a long ass time instead of putting a huge burden on my shoulders and expecting yeah. myself to, you know, just blow make out a of the change water like immediate.
0: That. Yeah, it's funny that you said that, man, because I've actually been overwhelming myself a little bit recently. You know, I I took a trip two weekends ago, and Brian and I are taking another trip this weekend. And I don't, I really don't travel like that. I really don't yeah. vacation like that. And so. You know, I was, I was working Friday, uh, and I wrote down, like, everything I was going to do for the day, and I usually have a pretty hefty list of my to-do lists as mm-hmm. it goes, but um, it was, like, it was, like, double what I usually put on really? there. Yeah, man, and it was just because I think I was trying to, you know, make up lost time or make up time that I wasn't working, I guess I should yeah. say, but no, to to your point, it's like, I think we all do that. I think we all put that burden on our shoulder to try to do all of it all at once, and, you know realistically, you just have to check your boxes every day, man, you just have to do your daily habits of, you know, the things that are going to get you there. So just like fat loss, right? It's like, you know, if you're trying to, if you make a video a week, that's huge. But if you try to make 10 videos in a week, you're gonna burn out like that. You know what I mean?
1: Like that? Yeah. And then Yeah, and I don't know, it becomes overwhelming. Like, yeah, you may be motivated, you know, at that. And that's actually one of the big concepts that I've been thinking about is, yeah, I do feel good today. And it, like, I feel fantastic, I, and I feel like I could do, you know, quadruple the work yeah. that I usually do, but, you know, is it a good idea to plan mm-hmm. for that tomorrow, and yeah. the next day, and the next day? Well, yeah. maybe not, because what happens when, you know, you do get a setback, and, you know, you are unmotivated, and, you know, you're just going to feel overwhelmed yeah. and discouraged, and you're going to start questioning, well, am I even good enough to do mm-hmm. this? And I'm saying this just because this is what I've gone through, Yeah, you know, and it sucks thinking those thoughts because when you are motivated and you have a you know a big plan to do something yeah. and you're knocking you know you're knocking it out you feel right like it feels mm-hmm. like oh, okay so this is how i'm supposed to feel like and then when you feel you know normal like maybe just a baseline yeah a baseline you're like well something's, something's wrong, wrong with yeah. me yeah like oh i'm a lazy motherfucker oh i you know i'm not disciplined mm-hmm. i'm not determined or persistent and mm-hmm all those like negative thoughts just like build up on each other and then you stop doing you know the you stop showing up on right. the little things right because that, that
0: expectation bar is so far it's like why would i even
1: try exactly yeah and that's when it sucks when you stop when you start losing that momentum what's up Cora? Oh my God. Um, <laughs> what's up? <laughs> um but yeah the momentum is so freaking important even if You're not doing a massive amount of things, or you can't do a massive amount of things that one day. As long as you do like the thing that initiates, you know, who you want to become, or you know, whatever it is you're trying to do, if you can maintain that day in and day Mm -hmm. out, then you'll be able to carry that to the next day. But if you fail to show up, then who are you? You're probably not the person that. Would accomplish those things, yeah. and then you, or at least that's what you think. Yeah. And so you start acting that way. You, you stop tracking your calories. You stop doing this. Mm-hmm. You stop doing the things that you're supposed to be doing. Nailed it. Yeah, and then it's just a downward spiral. It's the it's the
0: tortoise and the hare conversation, man. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's the slow and steady wins the race. And I was, I was literally just thinking about that this morning because um, I've always had this thing where um, I try to. I don't want to say complicate things, but like I always try to find like the I don't even want to say the path of least resistance, but just the m- way to be the most efficient. You know, yeah. I always try to find, like, how can I be most optimal, most efficient? And there's nothing wrong with thinking like that, but at the same time, like, if that's the only way you're willing to operate, like, you you miss the basics, and then that expectation bar is so high that it's like, well, if I'm not going at 120%, I don't want to go at 50%. I don't want to go at 20%. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. when you try to, like you said, when you try to overwhelm yourself with things like that, you just... You set yourself up for failure. Yeah. So. To, it has to be something manageable. It has to be something that you can accomplish. And you know, I'll never forget Andrew Forsella said people overestimate what they can do in two weeks and underestimate what they can do in two years. Yeah. You know, or and you could put any sort of block of time on that or any yeah. sort of, you know, made up number, but it, it really is true. It's like the small tasks that seem menial that so don't seem like much, like it's like, man, if you're trying to start your company and you're making ten cold calls a day well by the end of the year how many cold calls have you made you know it it adds up like you don't have to do three thousand cold calls in a day do 10 Mm -hmm. a day you know
1: yeah exactly just think about it adding up and i don't know it's it seems so much more manageable that way Mm -hmm. like i think so too yeah and usually like i would never you know thinking that way Mm -hmm. as you know i was like uh well hey this month i'm gonna do all of this yeah but, and then, metal. Yeah, but yeah, what happens is you either do it or you don't. And then when you don't, it's like, well, hey, yeah, it's just ruined. And yeah, you're you, you no longer are able to set your baseline higher. Yeah. You know, like when you're when you're doing day in and day out, uh, the things that you need to do to show up your baseline and you get comfortable with doing that over, let's say three months, your baseline is no longer here. It's now here. Right. You know, so maybe in the beginning, you know, tracking your calories and um, not eating French fries does take work. And that's the maintenance work to show yeah. up. Right. Well, let's say three months down the road or however. Yeah. Let's just say three months down the road. That's no longer something that you have to think about. That's yeah. no longer that's like conscious thought. You. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So now your baseline is here. Yeah. And you can add on to you know your goals and Mm -hmm. just become better and boom 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 but it
0: took that it took that time for that thing to become easy for that thing to become simple yeah exactly yeah and it's because you you just took that step instead of trying to take the same step of whatever no soda no fast food you know what I mean so it's like when you when you can keep that baseline as something that you can consistently handle that you can build that confidence on that you can have those small victories just over and over again then it's a no-brainer And then that's when you take that next step, like you were saying, you know, then you go into, okay, let's go no soda. And then you go into, okay, let's go no fast food. Let's go no chips. Let's, let's break it down a little bit farther over time. But you you can apply that to anything, you know, like with your, you know, if you were to take someone who's never power lifted before, it's like, all right, man, well, we've got to learn how to squat, bench and deadlift. And if those are the main things we're focusing on, like we don't really need to be spending our time with like snatches or, you know whatever other random exercise. Yeah. And not to say accessories are bad, but all that to say like here's our meat and potatoes. Let's get really good at the meat and potatoes and then we can add the other stuff.
1: Yeah, so then just we like we can worry
0: about the other things.
1: So it would be finding out maybe what those showing up things would be like for powerlifting. It would be, you know, improving your squat, bench and deadlift. Mm-hmm. So yeah, just finding out um what those maintenance things that you need to do day in day out and just sticking with them yeah like if you one thing that i started doing is just building routines around the things that i want to improve oh yeah and yeah when when they're consistent and like predictable Mm -hmm. that's when it's so freaking awesome and Mm -hmm. so like easy to build momentum because you're doing the same you know the same shit day in day out and it may sound like it could get like boring yeah but it really isn't because you start doing those things faster quicker Mm -hmm. and you learn more you make them more Mm -hmm. you know efficient and you know you can add on to them and just i don't know they're really cool and it it feels cool to be able to control you know parts of your day
0: i i personally find them calming like i find them meditative like i've 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 really nailed my morning and nightly routine recently Mm -hmm. um and it's it's one of those things that i find it calming to go through the process but it saves me so much time man Like, and and I can use that time to maybe sleep a little longer to I've, I've, I've snuck in two more workouts in my split right now. So I Uh went into a six day training split, um, which I haven't done in a few years, man, but I've been excited about that. Um, but two of those workouts are just 30 minute workouts and they happen on Monday, Wednesday, first thing in the morning before I go to work. Cause I'm like, Mm -hmm. all right, well, I can knock out a quick 30 minutes in the garage. There's, there's no reason I can't because I've, I've really nailed those morning routines recently. So I've been able to find that time. And I'm really excited about that because I've honestly, man, like I've just missed training. I've been on a four-day-a-week split for a while now, mm. and I uh, I've been really excited to get back to it.
1: Yeah, I saw that on your so, Instagram story that yeah, you know you've been neglecting uh, training, and you know you really want this to be like a bigger part of your life. Yeah,
0: man, and it's it's just been because you know PTC and training and, and all of that, and you know the house and family have, have all been really high on my priority list, and those things have continued to be high on my priority list, but. What I've thought about a lot recently, and I've talked about this on a podcast before, but, you know, every time I've, I've signed up for a bodybuilding show, it's because I need some sort of anchor in my life. I need yeah. something that I'm consistently working towards that's a baseline for me, and it kind of sets the tone for everything else in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I, I think that's not necessarily just from bodybuilding shows, but I think it's from my fitness in general. And for me, I found a much better hold on those habits and that consistency if I'm training more frequently. Um, Because when I'm prepping, maybe I'm not lifting more than four days a week, but I I had my cardio in there or like some extra ab sessions and things like that. So I've just found that like that consistency, that routine of of being in the gym, of knowing I'm training six days a week to be a big part of um, what's the way I want to word it here to be a big part of. consistency of my life you know it's 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 the metronome it's the baseline it's the foundation almost if that makes sense
1: yeah i know whenever i would bump up my uh you know training or training frequency i guess yeah um i would start to feel like a machine yeah i don't like i don't know if that's what you're talking about to where it's like yeah okay now it's time to do this yeah okay now it's time to do this like it's almost like yeah like you learn to just filter out the BS. Yeah.
0: And you know what's what's been kinda fun with those two thirty minute workouts that I've I've snuck in on my Monday, Wednesday, um Monday's chest and abs and then Wednesday is just biceps, triceps, but um so I added in some bro stuff. Yeah. But um what's been fun, man, honestly, is because they're thirty minutes, like I've just been playing with like some different intensity techniques. So just yeah. you know, drop sets, cluster sets, like uh different supersets. So it's been fun, like trying to I don't wanna say cram, but like you know, how can I get the best workout I can in 30 minutes? You know? It sounds and fun
1: because it sounds experimental. It is.
0: And it's a little bit of a challenge, you know, yeah. because it's like, all right, well, I only have this much time, so I can't do 10 fucking pec exercises. Mm. Like I got to nail down, I've nailed down two and I just pound them into the dirt, you know? So yeah. it's, it's, it's been fun to just not only stick with the basics, but kind of work within that, that time frame, and then add like the intensity techniques on top of it. So it's really been a blast.
1: Isn't that so funny how we, you know, we've trained for, you know, over ten years. Whether even if it's just, you know, P. And you still get something. all like hyped up about it. Yeah. And not only that, but just little tweaks can make us like so excited. Mm-hmm. Like you just change you just add in the 30 minute workouts and oh, yeah. start fluctuating the intensity. Oh yeah. And I can see you're excited. I'm a little about wired this. up about it. Yeah. Yeah. And sure. that, I don't know, that's that's so cool when it comes to training. Like mm-hmm. literally the possibilities feel endless yeah i mean once once you you know conquer one area there's like 50 other areas that you can go and then like a hundred you know sub categories and i don't know training is so cool man yeah
0: you know what i found is um every one of my clients every one of my clients like ever that i've worked with for i'll say at least a couple of months we always find some exercise that people like really attach to and i try to build on it you know for so for like a lot of the times for women, it's like a leg press or a trap bar deadlift because yeah. they want to feel like strong and yeah. capable and, and powerful. And, you know, for guys like younger guys, it's like a certain bicep variation that they can connect to really yeah. <laughs> well. Like, you know, it's their dumbbell press or their pull up or something. But, you know, we all have like an exercise or, or some something we get excited about, you know, something that it's like, OK, I've, I've gotten pretty good at that. I want to keep getting good at that, you know.
1: And the cool thing about building on that is, I don't know, like you usually have very clear goals when it comes to yeah like if you're having you know a lot of fun with let's say leg press yeah you have a very clear you know goal to reach the next week Mm -hmm. or you know the next workout yeah and that can be an anchor in life like even if everything you know is you know somehow falling apart around you well you know at least you have this one workout with this one exercise that you love Mm -hmm. and a clear goal to do that and and having, it's something
0: that you're in the driver's seat on, man.
1: Yeah, like you and you like, enjoy it too. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, like you get to control. Like, hey, am I am I pushing today? Am I trying to match last week? Like, oh, if I don't feel as strong today, maybe next week I got to get to bed a little earlier. I got to manage my calories a little better. Like, it, it, it's it's so weird how it truthfully becomes like an anchor. It's it's just a thing to to hold you in the dirt and to be like, all right, I'm functioning around this thing, you know. And that can be one exercise or an entire training program. Yeah. But um, I, I found that like everybody everybody has a little bit of meathead in them man yeah. i'm telling you i and i'm I, pff, there's not a lot of things that i like um there's not a lot of things that i say as absolutes but man i swear there's an exercise out there every for everybody that there's something that's going to get you fired up man like if yeah. you just learn how to do it and you dive into it a little bit and you feel yourself get better like i'm telling you there's a way that our brains are wired that You know, if you increase a rep or you feel something differently or you're able to increase some load, like, it doesn't matter who you are, man. You could be 65, you could be 15, you Mm -hmm. could be 100 pounds overweight, you could be 50 pounds underweight. Like, there's something to exercise that we... We gravitate towards that—that that we're made for. That I—I I, I believe that, like in my in my soul, man, I believe that there's a little bit of meathead in all of us that gets excited about training.
1: I can see that by the way, like you just animated your whole body, yeah, and facial expressions when you Dude, said Dude, I'm that.
0: telling you, man, yeah, I'm telling you because, I, I truthfully, man, like I've seen, I've seen individuals who are uh, uncomfortable, reserved, quiet, timid, whatever you want to call it, mm. and you know we're we're kind of silent in the gym, we're, we're moving at our own pace, you know, I'm kind of trying to keep us confined to a little corner just so this person doesn't get uncomfortable, but something clicks when we find a certain exercise, or, you know, maybe it takes some time, but then they get fired up a little bit, and it's like, oh, that yeah. was cool, or like, you know, you got mom telling her kids about how much she leg pressed the other day, or you got, yeah. you know, little Jimmy who bumped up to the 30s on his dumbbell press, and he's feeling like a big lad, and it's, it's just, it's cool, man, like, it, it's cool to see the way that it changes how people move through life. You know,
1: I I bet that that's also like an instant boost and just like well-being Mm -hmm. like because it's an instant accomplishment. Mm -hmm. You know, when you're doing these things that let's say you find out you like a dumbbell curl and you're just feeling Mm -hmm. like the resistance and just like almost the weird that
0: you you, and you fought for that. man. Yeah, the weird pain. But you know that you Mm -hmm. can
1: just curl it up Mm -hmm. for maybe a couple more reps. And then, you know, next week you you go up you know five pound you're like all right let's do it yeah man and and look man everybody has
0: a different baseline everybody's got different genetics or financial resources for aid in their own right but dude this is something that everybody's got to earn yeah like nobody can hand you it it doesn't get passed down you can't buy it like you can pay me however much money you want to pay me to train you but at the end of the day like if you're not sweating or working it doesn't matter (laughs) yeah it's up to you it does not matter yeah yeah so it's like you have to be the one to get after it Nobody can give it to you. It's so yeah. cool, man. It's so cool. And, and and we're able to develop a lot of, um, I'm going to use the word pride, but not in a bad way. A lot of, yeah, we'll say pride. pride. You develop yeah. a lot of pride behind it, man. Like mm-hmm. you, you're, you're proud of what you've done and what you've accomplished. And fucking you should be. Hell yeah. You should be. Because a lot of the times if you're average Joe off the street or you're someone who isn't always around gym people and suddenly you've become a gym person and you figure out what it feels like, you're like, wow, this is cool. Like this is this is something that's exciting. This is something that I could see how changes the way you you carry yourself through life, man.
1: Oh yeah, one hundred percent, man. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I, real quick, side note. No, shoot. I think um, being being prideful is important. I think that it can carry you as long as you're being. Uh, what do you say? Not boastful. Not humble. I'm going to just say humble for right now. Sure. But um, I've noticed or I've felt like I've been trying to hide my, like, pride for a long time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, whenever I do feel good, I say to myself, oh, well, you know, I'm being prideful. Let me, let me shut this shit down. Fuck that. Like, if you feel good, feel good. Yeah. And, you know, if you feel powerful, like, just feel powerful. There's yeah. nothing wrong with it. And... Just stop, just, I don't know, be powerful.
0: Yeah, like, I think a lot of people confuse pride with ego, though. And yeah. I think that's a that's okay, a slippery yeah. slope. Yeah. Maybe one of those. Well, like. no, no, no. I don't think there's anything wrong with being proud in the things that you do, the things you put out, the way you carry yourself in the world, the way you train, I mean, whatever you want to call it. But I do think it becomes a problem when that is part of your personality.
1: And when it gets in your right. way. Yeah, when it gets yeah. in your
0: way, yeah. Because so... Um, Big one of my favorite examples to use here because I like making an ass out of myself I guess
1: but
0: (laughs) uh, when I prepped for my first show when I was 17 you know and this can be from a lot of different avenues man like maybe just not having an an honest assessment of myself and not having anyone around me to hold Mm -hmm. me accountable but you know when I was a kid so you know always watching Pump and Iron we got it right there and uh, Arnold you know he won his first show he wins every show yeah right and i mean you hear all these stories about these bodybuilders like winning their first show and it's a cakewalk and they've always been a champion and you know the whole nine yards and mm-hmm. so man i remember all of my junior year of high school i prepped for this show or the second half of my junior year of high school i was prepping for this show man and i remember just telling everybody yeah like no i'm gonna be that guy when that day comes like uh-huh. i'm gonna be first place like y'all okay. watch y'all watch man Sixth of six, bro. Oh, sixth shit. of six. Yeah, and it's just, it's, it's, it's that ego, man. It's like e- if you let it get in your own way, like it'll, it'll stomp you. Because I guarantee you, like looking at that lineup of, you know, a teenage class, had I, had I been a little more uncomfortable, had I been a little less cocky and egotistical, yeah. I would have maybe not placed better, but at least looked a little
1: better. Yeah, one hundred percent. So
0: I think that. You know, in that case that was something that had had gotten in my
1: way. You, know? you don't just deserve the best of the best. You have mm-hmm. to be the best of the best if mm-hmm. you want the best of the best. Yeah. And that includes like every aspect of your life. Yeah. If you want, you know, to be lean as shit mm-hmm. but you don't want to, you know, diet. Yeah. Uh like disciplined as shit or yeah, you know, however you need to do it, then guess what? You're not the person that's well, gonna be
0: lean. Yeah, bro, I was working at uh, I was working at Starbucks at the time and I probably owe Starbucks a lot of money because I. Was <laughs> <laughs> first of all sometimes I was just handing out drinks because it took a second to like ring it up and I'd yeah. rather just help the person get them out so I was uh, handing out a lot of you're drinks you're one of those people I was Sorry, one of Starbucks. those people dude. yeah bro I was like nah bro take your drink it's, it's cool it's on the yeah. house sure uh, I didn't run it up but I was also I also had this fucking terrible habit man of uh they had these like lemon bread things i would eat the icing off the top and throw the rest away come on like bro a real you be a bodybuilder you yeah and just man. And I, and dude and i'm like in prep just fucking going away that was now. during but prep yeah dude yeah oh, and i'm just and i'm just telling everybody in my high school classes at work like yeah i'm prepping for this show right now fucking licking my fingers yeah, off yeah bro icing. i'm gonna i'm gonna pull home the gold man like it's just a joke you know and the second show rolls around and um by the way, like I, I do not have a very like. I'm not trying to hype up like my bodybuilding or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I'm a very, like for fun bodybuilder is what I'll say. Yeah. But I'll, anyways, you know, second show rolls around a few years later, and my big thing, man, was like I could not care less about who showed up or how I placed. Yeah. Like it did not matter. It was you versus me. And you. I mean, you remember, you remember standing on the stairmaster next to me while I was pounding cardio. Like you remember, yeah. I knew. yeah like I mean, so.
1: That's so crazy I mean, you just had a, fla- a flashback. Yeah,
0: dude, of just me w- s- fucking going to work on the Stairmaster. Yeah, yeah. yeah dude. But um, anyways, all that to say, I wasn't saying a word to anybody. I don't think I even told people I was prepping until I was like 12 or 14 weeks out or something mm-hmm. like that. But um, I got first of four. And you know what was cool was it was awesome, and I got the little trophy thing that's sitting there and everything. Mm-hmm. It was so much more about the process That it was a blast, man. And learning to become process-oriented like that rather than outcome-oriented, meaning just going for the gold. Like at the last show, man, being in the open class or, or open for my weight class, whatever you want to call it. I got seventh of eight, man. But I felt like incredible about that. Yeah. I was over the moon about that because I loved uh-huh. the way I looked. I was happy about the process. I yeah. was dedicated to my diet. I was dedicated to my training. Mm-hmm. And that day, I just wasn't that guy. Yeah. But I think I, all of that to really circle back and then condense into, I think when you when you drive by your ego, you become a little bit outcome oriented. Yes. When you drive by your pride and your ego, you're, you're like, what am I getting out of this? What am I presenting for this? No, this is me and who I am, you know? Mm-hmm. But when it's... When it's process oriented, it's like, no, I do this because I like the way it makes me feel. I like what I, I like who I am when I'm doing it. Does that make sense? It does. So when, you know, when someone sets a fat loss goal of 50 pounds, that's incredible. And I'm excited by it, man. But what happens when you get to that 50 pounds? Yeah. If you're not process oriented, you fucking gain 50 pounds back. If, yep. you're, if you're outcome-oriented, if you're driven by, you know, you want to make an Instagram post to show everybody that you lost your weight, you want to, you know, whatever. You want everybody to look at you and, and give you praise and compliments, and there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But if that's the reason you're doing it, you're going to fail. hundred yeah. percent, you're going to fail. And it might not be today, it might not be tomorrow, it might not be next year, but it's that's not, the important but it's part, not yeah. ingrained in you. It has to be who you are and what you do. It has to be maybe not part of your identity but it has to be something that's routine and standard for you Yeah does that man. make sense it
1: does make sense you know if I was if I didn't change who I was um, like I'm a completely different person than you know when I was 360 pounds if mm-hmm. I didn't change you know not only my diet my training um, just how I carried myself, I'd be right back to there mm-hmm. and you know Alex knows this when I lost all that weight I did it really quick. And I didn't learn any of the disciplines that you know I needed to learn in order to maintain it, and um, I ended up gaining back 20 pounds. Mm-hmm. Um, I do say sometimes that it's purposeful, but honestly, I would I would have liked to stay mm-hmm. at 220. And what happened was uh, I just didn't know you know what to do. I didn't know how yep. to maintain 220. Yep. And why is that? It's because I didn't do any of the disciplines mm-hmm. that was needed. Uh, or I didn't have any of the knowledge that was needed in order to maintain 220.. Yeah. So even though I weighed 220 at the time, I was still you know a 260 mindset. Yeah, you know I was still a 260 person. So what's gonna happen? Boop, 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 boop. I'm right gonna go right back. right back up to 260.
0: Yep. And we, you know we can sit here and make examples all day, but I think one of my favorites is just quite simply man, like marathon runners don't sprint when the gun goes off man. They set a pace and they stick with it. Mm. You know, sprinters are the ones that take off, but their race is over in 30 seconds, a minute. Yeah. Marathon runners, bro, you're going for hours.
1: And you are going for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. You're not exactly for, right. Not man. for yeah. Ten seconds. Not yeah. for hours, days, weeks, months. Yeah.
0: Life. And I have that conversation with clients all the time, man. And it could be, you know, for whatever reason, but I like to bring it up a lot like, hey, sorry, man, but you get to do this forever, dude. Like, (laughs) you better learn how to like this. And I'm I'm not saying you have to diet forever. I'm not saying you have to be in a calorie deficit forever. I'm not saying you even have to resistance train forever. Mm. But I am saying that your health and wellness has to be something that you pay attention to for the rest of your life. You don't get to do it once. You don't get there, check the box, and then never do it again. It's not like a one-time goal thing. It's a forever thing, man. you know, like we talked about, it can climb down the totem pole a little bit. It doesn't maybe need to be a number one priority, but it's something that's going to live on your radar forever. If you, if you want it to be a part of you, if you want that, it has yeah. to, it has to exist indefinitely.
1: Not only that, if you're lucky enough to actually be able to manipulate that, take advantage of it. You know, there's a lot of, you know, hard working moms that you know, are working yeah. 16, 18 hours a day. They can't, Two Focus kids, on their three yeah. kids, yeah, man. Yeah, man. It's, and man. if you're fortunate enough to, you know, actually put you know 30 minutes four times, three yep. times a week into you know your diet and training, yeah. then guess what? It's not that you have to do it, it's you get to. Yeah. So man, just remember that. I, I want to
0: give a quick shout out to my client Bethany, man. She has three kids under the age of four. Wow. Three kids under the age of four. Bro, retrain every Tuesday, Thursday. And she I, you know, I made a post the other day just about, you know, not taking your working out too seriously and, you know, trying to enjoy it and everything. And I said something like, "Oh, you know, dance between sets, like play your favorite song, like get after it a little bit." Mm-hmm. And she was like, "For me, it's change a diaper, keep the dogs from killing each other." Like, you know, so wow, the jo- yeah. the joke was just like, you know, she had like 50,000 things going on, yeah. you know, but she's still getting after it. Like, yeah. you know, and in the middle of the training session I'm holding two kids. You know what I mean? Wow. So it's just like, but and all day she could have made the excuse of like, oh, I, I can't, the kids, or I can't because yeah. this, and I can't because that. and Yeah, there's a lot of people you know, who do and that. And that's just that's just one example, man. But it's mm-hmm. like, we, we're always going to have responsibilities. We're always going to have excuses why we can't. We're always going to have reasons and things. But it's like, are you, are you going to do it or not? That's yeah. really what it comes down to, man. Like, is it important enough for you to do? Great. If it's not, okay. Maybe it will be next week, I hope. Hopefully. Good luck. So
1: If Bethany can do it, you can too. <laughs>
0: Anybody can do it, man. Anybody can do it. Damn, let's wrap this one up there. Thank you all for listening.